to go into, let's call it the internal cauldron of my emotions. Welcome to the Internal Cauldron of Emotions, a Nick Cage tribute podcast. I am Erin. And I'm Tammy. We're two besties who love to drink and watch Nick's movies, so we combine our superpowers. Each episode, we pair a themed cocktail with the movie that we are reviewing. So join us as we journey into the internal cauldron of today's movie. This week's episode is on Sunny, the only movie Nick has directed um and of course it is in nick's favorite city in the whole world new orleans universe so as we have done many drinks in uh from new orleans which we have yet to do like the grasshopper or the zazarak Mm. um the hand grenade is what we have chosen today. Da, 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 da. If you're watching the video, that is not a pickle. That is a hunk of... That is of, not a dick. <laughs> or a dick. It's that a, is a pineapple. It's a pineapple wedge. Wedge slice. Um, so what? make sure to watch the video to see what we're talking about. Uh, so I have had a actual hand grenade, but I wanted to talk about the history of the hand grenade. Oh, I, please do. We never do that. I didn't know about the history of it. So... Um, the hand grenade actually, it turns out, is like the painkiller, where it is a, like, trademarked, licensed drink. Really? And there's only, like, five bars in New Orleans that can actually, like, actually sell a hand grenade. Wow. Um, so, it started off, uh, oh, God, why did this article get so wordy? But it's a great article, and we're going to cite you because we appreciate your information. Um, so the debut of the hand grenade was actually at the tr- the the Tropical Isle, Isle Bar in 1984. Um, I was three. I, I was think you were negative one. Um, <laughs> it quickly became a crowd favorite, and eventually it became licensed. So uh, actually another drink. How do you even license a drink? I don't know. I want to make a drink. I, we need to make a Nick drink and license, license it. License it. And just not have to work anymore. So but the response to we'll the drink was tremendous. Mm. Um, and it became wildly popular among college students, obviously. Well, when you hear the ingredients, you will know why yeah, we have it's, it's, maybe messed up today. So, uh, the crafting the secret to the hand grenade recipe, um, it's, you have to have specific ingredients. Like ours, we're calling it a hand grenade, but it's not legally a hand grenade. Um, we're breaking the law. We don't have the secrets of the hand grenade, but it's it's like a really old drink. It is licensed. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole. It's like a whole thing. So like, I'm gonna show Tammy a picture. But if you've been to New Orleans, you've been in Bourbon Street, you've oh, seen people it. carrying I've seen these. Those. So that's. Oh, I that's, have one of these at home. Like, <laughs> there he is. Oh no, man, that <laughs> looks inappropriate. Not no, like it's grenade, in this. Okay. There's a little grenade with like 151. That's like a floater. And you, they drop it in, okay. and uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty a lot. I still have my little cup. Um, so let me, just now that I've done all this, uh, pull up the ingredients. Meow, meow, meow. I don't know why I did that. Apologies, everybody. Guess what? It was very alcoholic. That's the it ingredients. Is. That's that's the problem. And we've already think had long, a, Think Long Island, our, but New Orleans style. Yeah, we've, <laughs> and we've already had a drink. The, like, how have you been drink? We, I missed you drink, so. Yeah. It's going to be a um, great one, you guys. So remember, unfortunately, we doubled this, like, the lunatics that we are oh yeah i was like why unfortunately and then i remembered what was in it oh. yeah so this is the actual ingredients it's mm-hmm. three quarter ounce gin 
three quarter ounce white rum and specifically 151 is what you should be using. Um, which Tammy inadvertently I had, had. And we, I was like, that'll work Everything great. Everything is chaos, but I actually did have that. <laughs> three quarter ounce vodka, one and a half ounce melon liqueur for that trademark flavor, and one and a half ounce pineapple juice, and then some crushed ice. And this is either frozen, like this is either a frozen drink or on the rock. So like, mm. obviously we, we're not blending it because we're lazy. And also I didn't feel like it. Um, and then a pineapple wedge for garnish. They didn't specify how large, so we went whole hog. Yep. <laughs> whole dick. All right, so I haven't had a hand grenade since before the pandemic. Well, let's see how it holds up. Let me just, because the ice has melted. Mm -hmm. it's, it's real hot everywhere. Oh, my God, it's, it's like, so green. It is. I do like it, though. I like how green it is. All right. I feel like toxic. Why is mine much more greener than yours? I'm not sure. Well, we're going to find out. I put maybe a little more pineapple in yours because you asked pineapple juice. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, cheers All right, to Cheers Nick. to Nick. That tastes like a hand grenade. Not sure it tastes that. like um a green apple Jolly Rancher. So it's oh, the melon liqueur and the pineapple juice that hides the massive amount of liquor inside of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, you already look like it's, I was just thinking, like, it's a very, the, oh, shit, the only mixer mm -hmm. is this much pineapple juice. I was like, could you just add, like, a skosh more to mine, please? I, I do have to drive home later. Ooh. Did you just get the heat? No, I just <laughs> I almost just, knocked stuff over. Oh, no, I just and got. I don't know if that was booze or just clumsiness. I just, got a little, I just got a little warmth from the liqueur. Oh, bless it. Oh, great start. It's been a couple of weeks. We've had a few uh, incidences here <laughs> in, in Florida. Um, how have you been? <laughs> Incidents. Incidences. We had a, hur a quote, hurricane. We were really lucky. Like, Once it, again. It, it did not hit us. Knocking on. Um, this is what. It's just covered in, um, you know, that's weird stuff. That's also what that's bamboo. Um, <laughs> it, we, I again, I will firmly say that I feel like a swamp witch. I feel terrible has for passed Tampa. in our area and has saved us time and time again. Mm. Our area of Florida um, has has eked by a lot. So, yeah. Oh, that's melon liqueur, all right. Oh mm -hmm. God. So um, how have you been? What's been new with you? Uh, you know, I've been doing my use. Um, Garden is gardening. Actually, I'm trying out a method called chaos carrots. What is that? So where you see an empty piece of stuff in your garden. It's empty. Land? And you just go. Like soil? With the seeds. And then they grow. You water them and then they grow. So that really could be chaos anything. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I've seen people do it with beets, uh, carrots. Um, oh, fuck. Beets, carrots, radishes. Radishes was another one. Anything that's like kind of more root, rooty. Okay. Anything that's more like a root veg. Not with potatoes. You gotta, you gotta like baby potatoes. But um, yeah, so I'm trying out chaos carrots. My butterfly pea flowers are getting. They're getting got. We need to make a syrup out of that. Yeah, we, we need do. to get a movie where we can use that. Like color out of space. I was say. It's um, my turn next. I would really, really appreciate my that. My okra is finally in the groove Yay. of actually like flowering and making okra. Also, and can I just point out that when I grew okra, 
I had no idea how beautiful the flowers were. Are they're they kind of like pansies so almost. They're like so giant and gorgeous. Like I was just happy to see a flower. I finally got yeah. to see. It's beautiful. And I have red okra. Oh, so like, nice. It's like I don't know what the flavor difference is, but it. We're going to find out. Like you the flower has a beautiful red it's beautiful. center. So it's beautiful. so pretty. I saw a bee all up in one yesterday. I've had so many bees and butterflies and stuff in my That's yard. Amazing. I'm so happy. And um, Ringo mowed the front yard. I told him, I was like, babe, we'll tag team this thing. Like, you do it today and, like, I can do it oh another God. day. WrestleMania. And then I came home. He had today off. And he, I came home and I was like, he did it. Like, the Aww. whole thing. I, well, almost the whole thing. He said he recharged the batteries on the mower twice. Yeah. And we have two batteries. Yeah. To give you no an joke. idea of just, like, you the hay. Like area too yeah and it's i'm trying to find like i need to find like native plants my friend laura told me about uh there's a thing with a city you can find mm -hmm. they you like pick a tree or like yep. you give them their top three trees and they'll like come and plant mm -hmm. fucking native trees They're a little behind on it but they totally will oh cool well yeah. then i want to do that and like you should so i just need to do that if i can get some fucking shade in the front yard life would be better mm -hmm. um and I, I got to work from home last week. There was a little bit of a scare at work with some an, a disgruntled employee. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, but it's okay. Nobody, nothing happened. But, you know, the office had to take it very seriously. So, yeah. um, and then the hurricane that was not a hurricane. My dad was, like, texting me updates like the weatherman. Yeah. He's like, that's what dads do. Yeah. And I, I was like, no, dad, it's cool. I've got three hurricane tracking <laughs> sites up. 24 I've got my satellite balloon out. And he, yeah, and he's like, that's a lot. And I was like, says the man who's like made friends with several weather dads in the area and have like come together to create a weather dad coalition oh or something. Oh my God, I love it so much. He's though. like, I'm in retirement. My only yeah, goal. What else are you gonna do? He talks about chickens, chicken yep. poop, and how he puts the chicken poop in the garden, and now the soil's really great, but it needs nitrogen. Mm -hmm. And like, ooh. <laughs> That sounds it's amazing. A, I, I want to go up to their garden. I don't want to smell their garden, but no. you know. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of it. It's kind of been um, kind of chill. We had a, a Nick at Night. We showed Willie's Wonderland, which during, was super great. I don't want to say during the hurricane. That we call it a, a post hurricane dramatic, party, <laughs> but it, it was as the hurricane was passing over us. But again, yeah, we were really lucky. We just got a little bit of wind, barely um, any rain. Shockingly, yeah, that's really weird. that's the weirdest hurricanes bring rain for like three plus days this one was like <coughs> yeah it was there you mist. go guys there's some rain. it was a mist if, if best yeah uh, it, but it, i mean our, definitely my trees were like whoa oh no shit. i went outside and looked at them all like guys we good? straighten up yeah hold yourselves together <laughs> i know you're excited <laughs> all this water um but yeah that's uh that's that's how we how we did do so how how are you in the doings? Well, um, if you guys remember, a probably like a year or so ago, we talked about doing some updates to old Gertie Gertrude, old, our nineteen forty two house, whom we love. Mm -hmm. And so we're doing like the last. I love bit. her too. She she is a great house. Um, we are trying to do the last little bit, the really hideous bathroom. And updating the kitchen. I like, just love the arch over the tub, though. I, I did love that arch. Because it, 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 it did not and make it. And the huge-ass mirror. Yeah, it did, it, did, it did not make it in, in the, the finality. 
Um, and so I know it's a very first world problem. I keep trying to tell myself that, but like, it is so awful to have work done to your house while you're living there. I watch, I know you watch a lot of cooking shows. I mm -hmm. watch a lot of home shows because yeah. my dream is to just like flip some houses and like make Live something for somebody life. else. And like, you know, like that's fun work to me as mm -hmm. opposed to like monotonous. Because you don't live there. Right. But, it, it, and then give somebody something that, you know, mm -hmm. they need. Mm -hmm. And then everybody kind of wins sort of thing. Um, so that's what I watched. And I realized I was like, shit, now I understand why they make everyone move out. Because it's fucking awful. Like, mm -hmm. we don't have a floor in the bathroom. We don't have a roof in the bathroom. Um, it's just AC spilling out everywhere. And I noticed like, you had it all blocked up. We have it blocked off and we, like, turned some stuff off. But still, like, it's just a hot mess. And we hired a contractor because we wanted everything to be on, like, totally up and up. I know there's a lot of, like, DIY stuff you can do. But, like, we were moving plumbing and stuff. Things yeah, that require permits. Like, actual yeah. permits. And we, like, if we sell when we move to the mountains and we bring you with us... You're prepared for that face I just made. Yeah, right? yeah. I knew. I knew. I'm, I'm grabbing her hand so tightly, you guys. I sent you it's, that cabin. It's a probably like a 10-year plan kind of thing. But like it, whenever we sell the house, like whenever you sell a house, you want to make sure that everything is up and up mm -hmm. because you, you spend all that money in this account. But like, man, it just fucking sucks, y'all. I have never appreciated Maslow's hierarchy so personally because the first thing you have to have is like a safe home. And while it is, like, safe, it's just, it's such chaos. There's just shit everywhere. Yeah, your kitchen's in your parlor. It. Yeah, like, we don't have a kitchen. We don't have a bathroom. We have one bathroom. We're back to sharing one bathroom. And we're, Jeff and I are, like, two old people to, to do that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, get off the fucking toilet, man. I'm coming in. I demand. I'm coming in hot. I demand two bathrooms. <laughs> it's, it's been a lot. It's going to be great in the end. Because I've definitely been like, I don't have to poop, Ringo, it's okay. And then I go, and I'm like, mm, sorry, right. and, then, and then you just, like, <laughs> turn slightly to the right, and you're like, oh, God, Hades is coming through. God damn. It's, it's, it's a lot. Um, and then... Um, it's going to be so great. It's going to be beautiful. Jeff, Jeff showed me, like, a conceptual picture yeah, today. The, the kitchen is going to be very hobbity and it's beautiful. It's going to be gorgeous. We were able to restore, like, the original Harvard floors, which we which had through here. didn't even know were there. I didn't know. They were under, like four or five levels of floor oh like it, it, it's gonna he be sent great. me a photo and i was like how many floors am i, I looking at one oh, oh, oh. technically oh, one yeah in total it's, but it's it was lot. like five and then the bathroom is going to be really beautiful too we have a lot of cool stuff so it's going to be great and then like we're, we're trying to keep it true to this beautiful old house mm -hmm. that like deserves it kind of thing but it is hard um and then we did have a bit of a storm come through um one unfortunate thing that happened with that storm is uh, we had a tornado touchdown. And during that Where? tornado, I was trying to simultaneously save Fucking a litter was a tornado. of kittens and a litter of oh. puppies. I had them <laughs> in both arms and I tripped and fell. Just kidding, you guys. I was like, what tornado? You had me going. I'm a fucking idiot. And I literally, here's what makes me so mad. You need mad, to start putting metal on the ground in your yard. So I had these little, um, like, fence pieces that you can buy from Home Depot or Lowe's or, like, kind of like the wrought iron looking situation. And you, like, put them together and you can make, like, a little, like, fence. We kept it when Roland was being a dick and, like, digging holes <laughs> or whatever. But it's, like, it's one of those things. It's an investment. So we. <laughs> Invest. Yeah. You know, I'm not okay. going to get rid of them because I don't have a use for them now. But, like, you can use them for a trellis or whatever. Mm -hmm. So they were just sort of leaning against our shed the storm was supposed to come through they didn't know because that's the thing you don't know about weather it could change but 
they were saying it could be some really high winds coming through our area. Yeah. And I was like, well, I don't want these pieces of metal. Like, I'm just going to mm-hmm. set them on the ground, you know, because, like, the ground is safe. And then the night before, I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot to take the little planters off the fence. Let me go and grab mm-hmm. them. Like, yes, it was dark, as my wonderful husband pointed out. Why are you in the dark? But I had lights and stuff. I pictured like, this during the day. No, this was the night. But I there there were lights, you guys. Like, it wasn't, like, <laughs> pitch black. It wasn't like I was, like, fucking, uh, what's his face? Like, Vin Diesel trying to, like, find my way through the landscape. There were lights outside. <laughs> And I just was, I had the stuff, I was walking to the shed, and I forgot that the things were on the ground, and Jesus Christ, it was like four pieces of metal, like, fence. I'm laughing, but it's terrible. I know, you're such a jerk, but it's okay, because I Because I'm it. picturing it. And I, like, I just, I took a step. I, I, I wasn't drunk, I wasn't high, I wasn't anything, you guys. You're just, I like, just, storm I'm ready. I was walking, I wasn't running, I wasn't stressed, I just took a fucking step, and my foot in a flip-flop, and that's not the problem, you guys. I like you're defending what you're wearing. Hit that metal, and that metal was like, I'm gonna fuck you up. And that, those pieces of metal went every which way, as did my ankle, as did my knee, as did my leg. I hit the ground so fu- like... Everything twisted. It was an incredibly painful situation, and I hit the ground. And then it starts to rain on me. And this was before we knew what was really <laughs> happening to the hurricane. So I'm like, oh, my God, the hurricane is here. I'm going to die. My brain instantly went into, like, video game mode. I'm, y'all think I'm insensitive for laughing, <laughs> no, but. No, it's really funny. So my brain, like, instantly went into video game mode. Like, when you're calling playing call of duty and you get shot or like when you're playing like those zombie games and you're like i gotta crawl to my friends so they can revive me i just start i just i was on the ground i was like i can't get up i just i just started army crawling and then oh i had my apple watch and i had to get close enough because i didn't have my phone on me like yeah. an idiot and i, and I said it, I, I was like beep, whoop, like star trek i said i've fallen come help me <laughs> and i said it's jeff but I didn't know if he was going to get it because I knew he was playing games and yeah. he doesn't check his phone. I was like, I'm just crawling. Lily, our producer, was out there mm-hmm. and she froze when she, I fell. And she was like, oh, that can't be good. And then she came up to me. She This licked- is reparation for the time she <laughs> ran you over and you fucking face planted. <laughs> she licked my nose and she just sort of walked with me very, very calmly. She's like, like mother. She's like, I will help you. I will, I will go on this journey she- with you. <laughs> She's like, now we're both lame. I hear the door fly open, and I hear Jeff say, Tammy, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm down here. And he's like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, he had to, like, pick me up, and he had to, like, it was just this whole situation of being really fucked up. So now I'm, uh, (laughs) like, I got a knee brace, I got an ankle boot on, I'm using a scooter. She keeps, like, doing shit, and I'm like, sit down. And she's like, I can do it! I can contribute! And I'm like, listen, I bought us a microwave lasagna tonight for dinner, so if you try to fucking help with that, I'm gonna punch you. I was gonna make a whole meal, but it was gonna take too long. I know, I know. So In the instant pot. So I'm broken, but one positive, I'll end on a positive, and then I will wrap this up. Good. We did get to see, (laughs) good, because it's positive or good because good I'm because it's out. positive 
Um, we got to Butthead. see the uh, shuttle re-entry, and that was super, super cool. I just happened to, like, see on social media that it was going to come through a couple Did you of videotape videos. it? Because somebody told me there was a boom or something. There was. I didn't catch the boom. The boom was much later after you saw it, and it took my brain a minute to realize, oh, yeah, like, lightning thunder. Yeah. You see the lightning first. Somebody we heard was like, did you hear it? And I we, was like, I have a sound machine. Yeah. I was dead to the world. Yeah, we, we did hear it. But we saw it, and it was actually, like, right off to the side, and it came across. It was, like, southeast. I had to use my mapping skills. It was so fast, and it was so bright. And I've never seen that. Like, I know that they happen, Mm -hmm. but I'm usually never around or in the right space to be able to see it. And it was clear night. And it was just really, really cool that we got to see that and experience that. And that was my my high note. Text me at 12.30 a.m. The baby's funny. Sunny. Sun. Sun. Oh, my God. Are you still working? Oh, my God. Oh, my. Let's get to it. Cajun Roulette told us we needed to watch Sunny. A 2002 crime drama is how Wikipedia Seriously? And then IMDb says, you will enjoy this if you like bleak and romantic. Where... <laughs> Mm. <laughs> anyway i'm taking out my glasses right oh now. my goodness it's 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 over you guys oh. um so i actually had the dvd of this i got off of i think amazon or ebay a while back for like four or five bucks so where just... were you able to find it oh you bought it i, I did it. i own it and um, i regret that but it was okay. free to view on like youtube Uh, Amazon, uh, with, with ads, everything was with ads. So there's, there's like, it was, I saw like four or five places you could watch with ads. Okay. All right. Which made the almost two hour movie that much longer. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost two hours. Um, so that would be terrible. So you can, um, save yourself. It gave me time to write and I would mute the commercials and then like jot down stuff. So DVD or Mm -hmm. online, a lot of places for free. Mm -hmm. Um, Aaron. I appreciate your sacrifice for the podcast. <laughs> Look at how tiny my writing is. It's so tiny. <laughs> I did um, type it up, though. So tell us all about Sonny, Nick's first and only directorial film. All right. So just as a quick record, um, we watched this, and then I had to type this. I had to relive it twice, and now it is a third time of me having to relive this. Um All right. Big sigh. Sunny, 2002. And as I mentioned previously, it is shot in New Orleans because where else would a movie directed by Nicolas Cage be shot? That's true. So, how, how, how am I? Um, it is shot in a style of 1981 New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's where we're going. So, just to set you up, the soundtrack's great. Soundtrack's great. Ringo actually guessed. He was like, is this like the late 70s when he heard the soundtrack? And I was like, no, it's 81, which is essentially... That's pretty close. The late 70s. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we open on James Franco, my favorite. Not my favorite. <laughs> um, he is Sonny. We don't know this yet, but who cares? Um, <laughs> walking down Daytime Bourbon Street, which is completely different experience from nighttime bourbon street as shown in the film it's quite a bit depressing 
Mm-hmm. Um, like spraying off the puke. Yeah, I mean, I, I was I walked down morning mm-hmm. morning Bourbon Street, and they mm-hmm. definitely spray down the puke mm-hmm. and whatever else liquids that happen. Um, but it's it's quite depressing in this thing. There's like kids and like pointing at like naked ladies or something, mm-hmm. and there's like um, sex workers like out early in the morning, and there's like a drunk lady like dancing on a bar. It's very like I won't say sad. It's just like it's a different vibe yeah. than nighttime. Yeah, it was different times. It's different times. Um, uh, so he's we see as they like camera pulls back. He's in an army uniform. He's carrying a bag, and he's he's heading home. And he seems quite a bit apprehensive about it. He approaches this lovely two-story, um, and we find out very quickly why he is apprehensive mm-hmm. about going home. I feel like there is a little part of him that's happy to see his mom. Yeah. But as soon as he steps through the threshold, he's like, "Never mind. Just he's kidding. Like, Just kidding. Things are exactly the same yep. as I left, and this is why I left." Yeah. So he, uh, as we learn almost immediately. He was a sex worker that essentially escaped to the army to get out of the life um, that his mother put him to work in mm-hmm. from the age of 12. Yeah, we find that out a little bit later, but you can it's, see from yeah. her, like, super creep vibes, which is weird because oh, it's so I'm, creepy. I think, I, I, I know, I, like, mm-hmm. I sort of, like, process this later. And I'm sure it's the same for many people. We're so used to seeing it from the female's perspective. Mm-hmm. It is just as awful as it should be, like, from yeah. the male perspective. But, like, I feel like this is one of the few movies where I saw where it was, like, the the parent was putting them in that situation. You see a lot mm-hmm. of, like, sex workers. Like, I, I kind of was trying to equate this to... Um, like in leaving movies. Las Vegas or something. Yeah. It was a different situation because of what she was in. But it was yeah. like his mom did this to him. And it's. Yeah. She it's says. Tough. She says. And I quote. I trained you up from a boy. Woof. Yeah. Um, so she's thrilled he's back. Because she has a new girl named Carol. Mm-hmm. Who's played by Mina Savari. And. Who is a baby in this film she's like so everyone young. is like young but like oh yeah there she I looks mean, like a just, little baby james franco looks the same just less of a piece of shit yeah just like a younger was, piece of shit yeah before he was a piece of shit no he's always been okay. a piece of okay. shit i hate him so much I know. sorry I know. why did i get this one um because you needed to get it out i hate him so much uh so she's yeah. So she she's still he's back because he's got she's got Carol and and she's like she's so good. She goes she's so good, but she she'd give it away if I if if I didn't make her charge for it. Um, but imagine this as an English woman doing a very put on New Orleans accent. It's mm-hmm. Oh, you thought it was put on? I thought it was so good. It is so good. <laughs> so I've seen that woman before in a movie called Saving Grace. It's a British movie about a, a widow who goes doesn't know her husband's basically gambled away everything and she grows and sells weed to earn her money and it is fucking great. Mm. Just in case if you want to watch a better movie, it's called Saving Grace. Okay. Good. It's fantastic. It's been a very long time since I've seen it. Um, yeah, so she's like, yay, Carol, and you. You guys could work together at parties, working as doubles, and make, like, 5K a night or a week or whatever. Which, again, this is 81, so that's big, big deal. Do- I mean, if I made 5K a week, I'd be thrilled. But, but not um, for that. So she's, she's not even 
thrilled to see that her son has come back from the army in one piece. Yeah, it's um, a different situation. She, she's just happy because the, the money headliner, maker. the moneymaker, is returned. Um, so he basically establishes pretty much immediately that he does not want to go back into sex work. Uh, he's got a friend in Texas City uh, at a bookshop, and he and that's what he's going to go do. He's gonna he's gonna go fly straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but his mother, you know, of course, continues to pressure him uh, because of how good he was. Mm. And it's really inappropriate. I, I wrote. It's, it's really. I, I feel look, like I've. Gross. gross. There's so many. Like that's basically. This is the like, cringiest movie. And. Again, I think I've we've seen all some... seen movies about sex mm-hmm. workers, but something about your this your, one. your mom or your parent, like and the I, it way would also she be, talks about him, I, I found it really inappropriate. The way she looks at the actress did amazing. Being yeah, as a disgusting. full creep. Yeah, um, like the way she would look at him and like you're, she calls she, him Adonis. Yes, at one yes, point that's what she was like my Adonis. I was like. Bleh. So we can do a southern accent pretty well. She anyway. She kept she kept doing um she would say tri uh she would say like tree or tree like we're we're going to go to the the tang. She'd like drop mm-hmm. letters weirdly. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I understand a lot of people do have that, but it's like she, it was it was just it was so put upon. Yeah. It was, um, it was really forced. Yeah. Uh so Henry is here, so we haven't like Henry's another person in this movie. Um, he's kind of, uh, his mom, like, this is his mom's boothang, is how mm-hmm. I wrote it. Yeah. Um, who's like, I don't know, he, he's gambling, he's stealing things. He just puts up with her shit. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, I don't want to say the same caliber, and I, I don't mean to offend anybody, like, I know that, like, some of this can be a choice, but, like, in this particular portrayal, like, it's not a choice, it's a lie of I feel like, yeah. It's, it's taking advantage of young people kind of thing, mm-hmm. so, like, the mom is really terrible, but, like, Henry is just like, I do love her. He's like, I'm just here because... And I'm just putting up with yeah. her, but I do know her flaws, and he hopes that Sonny can get out kind of thing, and... So, fun fact about Henry, the actor, I wrote it down, Henry, uh, oh, fuck, I didn't write his name down, whoops! Um, but he was an alien, and he was in, um, Avengers. He was the one who was, like, when the Hulk falls, he's like, son, you got a condition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, he's been in, like, a million oh, things. Oh, yeah. I just, because aliens. But also, but also, yeah, like, of course you're gonna, of course you're gonna bring up Oh, I, I recognize his, the cadence of his voice is always the same. And I feel like, I'm like, wow, he looks old in that movie. But he also looks old in 2022, <laughs> and it's like, I don't think he, like, ended up aging, really. Um, but he also was in uh, Wild at Heart with Nicholas Cage. Oh, I Cage, missed that so because not... I I know of another connection it's, from it's, the movie. Uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Thank you. How did I? I got you, boo. Damn it. Anywho, I fucked up. Um. <laughs> uh. So Henry, his mother's boo thing. He's like he tells him that sex work is all there is, but Sonny needs to go and try to get out mm-hmm. because one of them has to. Yeah, somebody has to escape. He's like, please get out. Go. Um, and I, I really, I want to interrupt real quick. Okay. I just, That's I just thought fine. it was important. The to, less I have to talk about this. <laughs> I just thought it was really important to kind of point out this, like, the, the effort that went into the storytelling, whether it was uh, verbally or cinematically, like when he goes into his little room and he's mad and he unpacks his, his bag from the oh. military, Sonny, 
He's got his books. He's like, look mm-hmm. at me. I'm a learning Oh, yeah, man. She's, she straight up was like, what are you going to do with a bookstore? You ain't never read no book. And he's got Listen, his... this is the accent she does. Yeah, it's, it's I'm so sorry to anyone in New Orleans. Spot on. Like, that was it. He's got his book. He's got his, like, look at me. I have a Hemingway. I'm a learned man. <laughs> and then it's like. So sorry. I didn't mean to snort it. No, you should have. Because although I love Nicolas Cage, as you all know, because we did a podcast about him, this one was really hard to be like, I'm on his side. And then yep. it's like all these things. It's like cute, contemplative piano, like Adiago kind of thing. You know, it's like I, I'm sad. Yeah, no, I I appreciate the music in this movie. It's probably about the only thing I liked about it. I, I do. I will tell you who it is, and it's amazing. But okay. It was so sick. meanwhile, to save it. <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Carol is out doing some sex work negotiating to get Sunny a loaner car from one of her Johns, mm-hmm. or as they call them in this movie, Tricks. Um, so she then presents Sunny with keys, one hundred dollars, and her vagina mm-hmm. as rep- recompense for the generosity she has bestowed upon him. In that scene, I said <laughs> Carol gives a Trans Am worthy blowjob and gets a car for Sunny. <laughs> She's like, I'm gotta have the Pontiac. She's like, I want the Pontiac. I just I she's really, not wrong. I just really the appreciate the way I wrote this. <laughs> I wrote okay, everybody. I wrote the synopsis in less than thirty minutes. Yeah. out of sheer frustration, the fact that I have to talk about this again <laughs> after writing about it. Um, so he of course is like, no, I'm not. I'm not. His accent is the fucking worst out of everybody's. His is the worst. The British lady did a better job. I couldn't tell what fucking accent James Franco was trying for. I was like, is he missing half of his teeth? Don't know. Don't know. Um, and then speaking as somebody who's missing quite a few teeth. And you are have, not missing any teeth. Stop sounding like you're a swamp witch. I have three implants and like five baby teeth. Okay, so, but they're implanted, so you're not missing them. Yeah. Continue. Technically missing. Um... <laughs> But, oh, God, his fucking accent's so bad. I'm so sorry. Everyone Please. Does. So, I, Sarah, who is from Slidell, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. too far from New Orleans, mm-hmm. she is like, she can't watch True Blood because their accents are so bad. They're real bad. Sarah, don't fucking watch don't, this don't movie. Do don't, <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it, it you Sarah. You'll, you'll, you'll burn something down, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, after the present of Keys, Money, and Vagina... Uh, he's like, no, but then he's like, yeah, okay. He's like, I mean... Just kidding, you're kind of hot. And then, of course, they're like, oh my god, I love you right now. Immediately. Yeah, because so, that's how it works. Carol, they start to get busy, and she says, no wonder your mama calls you a natural-born whore. <laughs> oh, I had to do it like that. I had to do it with the accent. You did so good. And so I wrote saying. I wrote in parentheses to everyone, apologies, they use the word whore a lot. They do. They do. He's so like, much. He's like, I used to be a whore. That's why I'm so good at sex. <sighs> so the uh, your mother called you a natural <clears throat> God, fuck. Keep, go, keep, keep it going, man. Keep, keep it going. We can All do right. this. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing to avoid his old life, Sonny heads to Texas City to go see about that straight-laced job in a bookshop. Turns out it's a bust. Everything fell through. Yes. While his friend, Jesse, uh, who he was in the army with, played mm-hmm. by Scott Can or Khan, I'm not sure how to... Is that... I say, I say... Wait, is that his... 
<gasps> That's his son? Yeah. Oh my god, I never <laughs> put it yeah. together until right now. Yeah, and I have a great knicknag because great. I, I, Don't I can sh- tell you haven't put the rest no, of the pieces I just, together no, 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 either. No, no. <laughs> no, but he he was in Gone in 60 Seconds with Nick. Yes, he that, was. That's what I know. I recognized yeah. him immediately. Because um, he was the one who's like, you ever done The Stranger where you sit on your hand and then you jerk off? <laughs> Wait till it falls asleep and you jerk off. Um, <laughs> and that's how I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um so <laughs> it's a stranger uh so while his friend jesse and he were in the army um uh jesse's father went bankrupt and died um i yep. mean that is such a great summary of like 20 minutes of dialogue it really was i could have just shoot that up so shoot, shoot. So, of course, Sonny's like, there's nothing, like, there's nothing. He's like, no, I even had to get a court order, like, mm-hmm. so I could stay in the house, house until I find something else. Like, Which is, and it sucks. This movie is laced with such depression. There is literally like, nothing Everything happy. is terrible. And it's like, let's just put the, like, terrible sex working at 12 years old mm-hmm. aside. Let's just pretend like that's not a thing. It's just like, this poor guy, like, yeah. went into the military to serve his country, to do his Try thing, to like, whatever. escape the life he lived. And then he comes back and is like, of it's course, right my, and, and then him. of course, like, he's like, my dad didn't tell me any of these things. I could have sent him money. And so, like, he lost his family's legacy, the bookstore, the house, and everything because yeah. of male pride, which I kind of think is like a theme of this movie kind of thing. Like, and, and Oh, just, my God. Well, when uh, I get to this next part, the male pride thing's going to come in hot. Um, so, yeah, so Jesse tries to make the best of a bad situation and take Sonny out on a double date with, mm-hmm. with some sisters, which I thought mm-hmm. was weird, weird, but whatever. It's um, the 80s. So Sonny's a little weird about it. He's like, I've never been on a real date before. Also depressing. Yeah, because he's been... Fucking. He's been... There's a part where he's like, do I gotta fuck for it? And I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry for you, sir. Yeah. I hate him so much, though, James Franco. Um, we are not tagging him in this post. Nothing. Um, he'll never... He'll fucking sue me for libel. No, I, I don't think that's... Actually, at this point, I, I, I no. was like, I don't think that's... Never mind, that's just kidding. Problem. That's not the biggest problem he's got right now. No. <laughs> um, so, he's never been on a real date before, and Jesse's like, no, bro, just, just be yourself. And he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> um, so they do the date. Everything seems fine. He's like quiet and whatever. He's like, I'm, I'm going to be a, a gentleman about this. Um, so they go back to the gal's house, uh, the sister's house, and bone down. Um, not mm-hmm. as a group. They do it separately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're classy about it, you guys. <laughs> they just they do it in separate rooms. Um, but they also, the sisters talk about how their younger sister's also in the house. Yeah, it's it's really weird. And I'm weird. like, are you guys the ones in charge of taking mm. care of her? And Jesus they like Christ. meet them outside of a church, which I also feel like. And I, like, I don't understand what's happening. With they're church girls, else. but they're Dirty naughty. Girls. They're naughty church girls. But they're really sick girls. Um. So after having her mind blown, Gretchen, his mm. date, mm. which Ringo had to point out was her name because I was not. I had to look up everybody's names in this yeah. fucking movie. She looked really way. familiar. Like, I feel like she was in a lot of 90s, 2000 things that I Probably watched. was. Didn't look. Did not either. <laughs> um, so, Gretchen Gretchen says, after, you know, doing the business, she says, that's what you should do for a living. And to which Sonny is like, I Damn. used to. Or, yeah, I did. And then he tells She's her. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he tells I her to go to the bathroom. a brief history of himself. And she's like, oh, hold on, huh. hippity hop out of bed real quick. And she goes and gets some cough syrup. 
which we... That's what we all do when we have situations that are struggling. You know what? You just got to drink a little cough syrup, which probably had, like, codeine or laudanum. Wait, it's yeah. 80s. Maybe codeine. Yeah, it's probably codeine. Yeah. Um, Teeth food syrup helps. Oh, no, it's honey that helps everything go down. Sugar. Sugar? Make some know. medicine? I don't know. Yeah, Shut you're up. right. Sugar. We don't want to get sued for that, too, Dizzy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we're hitting a mile tonight, y'all. So she gets out of bed and gets some cough syrup. Well, Sunny thinks it is coating, um, and that she's a junkie. Okay, but she did have a lot of weird bottles of, my cough syrup doesn't look like that cough syrup. Okay, but that's she the had 80s. them hidden in all these places. Well, I'm just saying, I feel like I was actually on Sunny's side. Like, there was probably some shit. I, I, like. No, he actually well, says, like, the uh, Scott Kahn's character comes in and is like, yeah, man, like she has she cough it's syrup. Okay, yeah, it's just cough syrup. He's like, you know about this because he didn't want to be yeah. around druggy people. He was trying to like change everything, so, and they were like, "What? Life sucks." Yeah. So what happens is like Sunny oh freaks out when he fi- and, and like okay, so just for the record, all of this is done naked. Everybody's yep. naked. Everybody is naked. Yep. There's titties and boobies and everybody and booties everywhere. Um, so Sunny trashes the place and breaks all the stuff, is, like, yelling at her and throwing things, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm, why it's just, cough, it's fucking cough syrup, I have asthma, and he, don't take off syrup for asthma, she tried, but I don't know, I'm well, I don't, maybe if it's, like, whatever, anyways, um, so, she, everybody, everybody gets the fuck out, he runs away, and ever, after this tragic evening, Sunny's determination to square up as they say in the movie, mm-hmm. crumbles. Oh, God. And he goes back to sex work. Yes. It's so sad. This is where I leave us. Oh, my gosh. That's like 30 minutes in, y'all. Y'all, it's all about the morning. Go it see. is not. Maybe uh, it's 45. I don't know. I stopped paying attention. It was a long I always. Tra- it's a really hard movie to try to come to a stopping point because there's like, <sighs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> um. So, my question to you, dear readers, is does Sunny Listeners. get out of the... Oh, Dear, dear listeners, excuse me. Does Sonny get out of the life? Does he himself become a pimp? Does he meet Nick as someone called Acid Yellow? You'll never know because you shouldn't watch this. Just take our word for it. There you go. Patience. Said you want to get what you paid for. I know that that was a difficult journey, Aaron. I went on that journey with you. I had to relive it three times. Well, I'm going to have to do the same. Watched it. Wrote it. Mm-hmm. Wrote it again. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, that's I have a potential fourth that I'm going to tell you about as oh, we God. go into Nick Nugs. But thank you for that synopsis. It was this, painful for everybody. It's a tough subject, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's just some things that I think you can probably tell from our rating that wore on us a little bit more. I uh, I didn't even write down my reading. Okay. I, I, I feel like I'm going to get it. On the fly. On the fly. Yeah, that's what you like to do. But I appreciate your synopsis. We're going to jump to the Nick Nugs. There is so much writing on that paper in front of me. Thank you. <laughs> you know, we are thorough. Mm-hmm. So um, I have about like six or seven. Um, I wasn't able to find a lot until the very end, and I'll tell you what happened then. So one of the first things I found, we like to talk about the budget. Um, as we said, this... Nick is actually in this. He has a cameo. Yes. And I will say, I know we're like, don't watch this movie. Maybe don't watch the movie or do if you want to. But at least Maybe find a clip of that like, part. Fast forward to the end when you mm-hmm. get to see Acid. What's his face? Acid Yellow. Acid Yellow. That's so many name. He's I basically care about. like if Prince was white and wore yellow, 
and he not did have as cool. quite the Jerry curl going on. He, didn't he 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 had he had a lot going on. So uh, so Nick was in it, but this was his first directorial debut, first and only. Mm-hmm. Um, so the budget was about four million dollars in two thousand and two. Unfortunately, that is itty bitty. In two thousand two, that was kind of a lot of money, but unfortunately, it only made about a hundred and thirty. I'm going to say right now it was marketed poorly. I already know. It was was marketed poorly. Well, It had to have been. How do you market a movie like this? That is true. Uh, There's not a lot of movies about the male perspective of this, Mm -hmm. except for like American Gigolo and like maybe one or two others. There's Deuce Bigelow. That's true. (laughs) I stand corrected. There are four movies. I I feel like that made a lot of money. (laughs) better marketing um so it, it definitely um did not make well um as far as anything goes and um in a commentary nick talked about like the whole process and he was talking about the budget and he said quote i don't even know where all the money goes in these big budget films <gasps> nicholas cage as do i how did y'all spend four million dollars you just walked around in the old house and up some streets but I don't understand these things. People got to get paid, I guess. So they, location-wise, they pretty much were only in like two pla- two, yeah, two or three places. I guess that so they were in, was really expensive. They were in that house uh, mm-hmm. off Bourbon. They were in, there was that like fancy rich person house at that mm-hmm. party. Oh, God. Um, and then they, they're in a field. They're on Bourbon Street. You know, I mean, and I know obviously they have to pay people, but also this was in 2002 when the the main characters were in their younger phase mm-hmm. and probably would not have had the fortitude to require a lot of money. Well, this is shortly after Franco came off Freaks and Geeks, which, as we all know, is a cult classic. Now. Right, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like they, they, they were and then growing. When was American Pie? Because Mina Cervari was in that. Want to say. 2000 i'll let you look that up on tracking so so like i get like everybody has to get paid and there's a lot of people involved in it but still um how it was it was clearly with only one hundred thirty thousand dollars made she's look at her i know she's beautiful but she was a baby like i felt like so horrible watching this she's 44 oh my god she's like basically she's 44 currently i wish i looked that good at 44 i do not anyway she um, was born February 13th. Oh, my God. Oh my God She's Pisces. with me. That's exciting. Oh, American Beauty was 1999. Oh, I called it. Yeah. American Pie was 1999 also. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, continue. Look at me. I'm, I'm guessing really good today, you guys. Um, so it, it, it doesn't have a huge, um, it did not at the time and even later. You know, sometimes it's like the movie comes out and it's like, oh, everything says it's terrible. But then it comes a classic not the case. It's it's still not really that great. Like, if you look it up right now on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's, like, at a 21%. So, it was not received well. So, that's pretty high for some of Nick's films. But, but I, I'm going to get to ratings in a minute, but go ahead. Hold on, because oh, I cannot goodness. believe how high this is, because Tammy texted me mid-watch and said, this is the movie that ends the podcast. I did. I did. I, when the original, when the first scene comes on and it's James Franco's face and then it zooms out to his thing, I was like, I already fucking hate this movie. Is it because you saw James Franco? No, it was just like, this is stupid and trite. 
Yeah. I'm so sorry, Nicolas Cage. I love you so much. But this falls How into... How many of his movies did that to him, though? But but this falls into Time to Kill territory, and we'll get to that later. Mm. Okay. So, it was not necessarily received well. I, I get what you're saying. It could be marketing. Um, there's it's not a, a lot a of tough... films from the yeah. male perspective. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nick was reaching for... Um, oh, my God. The melon liquors got me. I told you all the. I told you all the liquor sank to the bottom. Leaving Las Leaving Vegas. Las you Vegas. mentioned it's it earlier. Favorite movie. Yeah, it was gone for a second. I feel like he thought this was like the next Leaving Las Vegas, and it's just not. Let's, anyway, let's remember though that Nick has always and forever will be ahead of his time. That is true. So in maybe, it's already been twenty years. So maybe in like forty years, people. We'll appreciate this. Yeah. But let me tell you someone who did appreciate this film. No one, when it came out, did not do well. Tommy was so, and I don't know if I'm saying his name wrong. Why do I know that name? Because he's Johnny from the 2003 The Room. (gasps) That's why. (laughs) Yes. He fucking loved this movie so much. He loved Johnny. 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 He loved this uh, film so much. He loved Franco's performance, and this is what gave him faith. I'm taking. I'm taking to, my glasses I know. Off. I know. I'm sorry. I'm saying a Franco thing, but it's really interesting. This is what gave Tommy Wiseau the like faith to give James Franco the ability to portray him respectfully. In, Air quotes in the Disaster Artist. Oh my god! Yeah, in 2017. Oh my god! It all comes together. Oh my it's god! Kind of wild when you think about it all put together. It really is. This is this is the fucking like black parade, Twilight, nine eleven conspiracy theory, all all over. It's all together, you guys. Oh my god. Okay, so that is this movie. So that wait, I have I have one more Franco thing, and then I'm gonna get off. And then no, I'm gonna get it off doesn't even. There, this is wild. The as fact well. that it's influenced. Okay, the room. Okay, if you guys haven't seen The Room... You have to watch The Room. But don't do it like you're going to be serious about it. You've no. got to go into it knowing that it's not... No, you have to go this into The Room. This thing has a cult following for a reason. Yeah, you go into The Room as the, what the fuck am I watching? Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> you want the flowers? <laughs> so great. And while why are this, you doing this to me? <laughs> while we're on the subject, that's not the only film Tommy was so made. There's more films, including a couple of recent ones. I, what? Yep. So that's what we'll be doing when we're not recording. So just everybody research that on IMDb. There's not just the room. Why did you tell me any of this? I'm going to keep drinking this I'm alcohol. I'm trying to make the best out of a bad situation. All right. Next, Nick Doug. Just like Jesse did. <laughs> so Franco did research. James Franco did research by visiting uh, male strip clubs in New Orleans. He followed them around. And according I to... I hope it was consensually following. It, it, I assume it was according to the article in IMDb because they said in one instance he even followed a male sex worker into a hotel room while the worker was doing his job. I'm... I'm... Okay. As long as it was consensual... It, and he received compensation for the voyeurism, okay? I don't... The article didn't really go into the compensation part. Look, now um, I need to know because he's such a fucking 
creepazoid? Who knows? Maybe he even participated. I don't know. Okay, we're getting on to that. We're getting up. We're getting away. We're getting away. Sorry. Because you know I, know I want to complain about him it's so much. It's a tender much. subject. Okay, I, you ready? You ready? We're so going to talk about the con. Yes. Con. James okay. Con. Rollerball. Mm. And many others. Many others. But I, I remember my mom was like, because that movie Rollerball was redone. No, Rollerball and my mom was, was like, Yeah, and no, she was like, because it came out with like Chris Klein. And she's like, oh if you're going to go. Oh, God, I forgot that they, they redid, redid it. it. And, and she was like, shit. if you're going to watch that, then you need to watch the original. Yes, my mom, mom. My mom was yeah, like, watch the original. So I watched the original, and I was like, this movie is wild. Yeah. James Conn is like an iconic film actor. He, I know I, I, I saw him in other stuff prior to that, but like my brain is okay. cemented with Rollerball. Well, let me tell you what your brain should be cemented with, but that's okay. It's okay. It's okay, why, you guys. Why have I so, forgotten everything else you sound? First... And only time that Nick directed a film, we'll, we'll go into a little bit more, I know we said that a couple of times, but in addition to everyone else that he directed, as you pointed out, Aaron, he uh, directs Scott Kahn, who is the son, as you figured out, I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> it was like, click. It just, it, just, it just came to life. It was beautiful. I saw the light bulb. He is the <laughs> son of James Kahn, who has been in a thousand million things. Oh, he died. Oh, he did die. Sorry, I remember when you up, man. I'm so but sorry. <laughs> probably, most notably, if people think of James Caan, if it's not Elf. I'm just kidding. I fucking <gasps> love Elf. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I love Elf. Wait. It's The Godfather. Aaron, I've only okay. seen Godfather once. It's so, not a rewatchy kind of movie. Nick's uncle, Francis, Francis Ford, Ford Coppola, Coppola, directed James Caan in The Godfather. What was James Caan's? character's name was it jesse sunny <gasps> oh <laughs> like i said i only seen it once i feel like we need to watch it again but so it was like a kind of oh my god that look um so it, it's a great little kind of like throwback to like the family yeah everything put together the the franchise the dynasty um i love and, you nick and that was that subtle was a great, subtle Subtle, a, subtle things. It was a great little subtle thing you threw in. So, interestingly, this was filmed in 30 days. Oh. Which is very quick. That's, that's, uh, he, some of Nick's best movies have been filmed yeah. in 30 days. Um, oh, and one of the things that Nick said while he was filming this is that, like, even though it was a very tight schedule and the tight schedule can make it difficult because you're kind of, and I really appreciated the fact that they were speaking of this. When you have a very tight schedule like this, you're asking the, the actors to really do more for less mm -hmm. money. And they totally acknowledged that. They appreciated everybody. They said that everybody was like 100% in. There were no issues. There were no arguments. Everybody got along. Everybody was 100% committed to making this come to life, mm -hmm. which however we feel about it, you have to appreciate that process. That's true. That's true. I mean, like, Willy's Wonderland didn't make a million dollars, but they also had a tight filming schedule mm -hmm. and less budget, and they had to shoot everything in, like, less than three takes, yeah. which is hard to do. Yeah, it's very hard. It's hard. Especially in, like, Especially if you think as we're, about... like, trying to hit, like, record, we're like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and idiots. <laughs> if you think about, let's... I know this is a much grander scale and a much larger budget, but Lord of the Rings, like... In one take, Peter Jackson would let them do it, like, 
20 times yeah. to get the exact and he would take the best one out of those 20 right and in like willie's wonderland or probably in this as well they only had like the option of doing like less than three takes yeah for or sure. or just one and they're like great that's the one <laughs> one and done yep the <laughs> end and and like i like i get it you don't have the time right yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where it's really difficult. Like, it's easy for us. Have an like, army of one shot in about in about that one. same yeah. amount of time. It's very easy for us as viewers, even if we love Nick, to look on the outside and be like, wow, this was trash and this was trash and this was terrible. It's always easy for us to judge the process because, like, we see what we would have done, like, differently or whatever. It doesn't mean that I'm we, not a director. Wait, but it doesn't mean that we would have done it better. We're just seeing it through the eyes of, like, a viewer and, like, without all of the strings attached mm -hmm. to it. So the last knick-knock that I will leave you with. Is this the crunchiest? I don't like that side. Please continue. <laughs> in the DVD special features, as you know, I bought the DVD because I thought, oh, I'm being thorough as a podcaster. Um, and I so, thought you had it before we started Oh, my God. Absolutely not. Oh. Um, and then I read the description. I was like, man, I would have never fucking watched this movie if it wasn't for this podcast. Um, anywho. It's a lot of movies I never would have watched for this podcast. I would have watched a lot of the ones that we didn't like. Like... As humanity comedy, Bureau, um, that we watched Humanity Bureau as comedy the first fucking I've seen it three I, goddamn times. Or or what's the what's the Jungle Cat one? Oh my god, Primal. Primal. Fuck, I really love it. The first time we watched it was for fun. Yeah, like it's just like this looks ridiculous. Let's this is watch our it. job now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, I I had the DVD and I got it for super cheap again off of Amazon or eBay. And I saw that it had special. Spe special. It has special. Oh my god, I'm from New Orleans. No, yo. you sound like the mom who is British putting special on. Special features, you guys. That pretty um, much sounds like her. And though. so in my brain, the way I have always understood special features from like the 90s to go, you watch the movie, and then you go back and watch the special features mm -hmm. because then it's just, that didn't work out. What? what in the mean? special features. <laughs> Nick's commentary. Oh no! Uh, he says that he felt that this script it really jumped out to him at the time, and he felt that this was one of the best scripts that he had read in the last twenty years, so two thousand and two to nineteen eighty two, and that is why he wanted to take the risk to decide to direct this, and he said he would not do it again unless a script really spoke to him like this did and i just want to point out in 2002 we've hit the 20 year mark we've hit 21 years and we haven't had another movie this because script has spoken to him as an actor rather than a director because usually he's approached as an actor rather mm -hmm. than as a director mm -hmm. and this might be why mm. so i just wanted to point out real quick mm-hmm the only special features of this film was to watch it with Nicolas Cage's commentary. I bet it's amazing as with Nicolas Cage's I, I'm sure commentary. it is. We're not going to do it. I watched the movie. I couldn't fucking turn around and watch a whole fucking movie again, even if Nick was talking. So there's probably some really great Nick Nugs. And maybe one day when I'm in a better place, we'll watch it together and we'll just do like some Instagram <laughs> posts of it. 
I, I was like, God damn it, I just wanted a fucking like five minute interview. That's it. That's what I thought I was gonna get. So there could be I, more, I bet but there that's what I got you guys. Our long pauses. Oh my god. Because Nick's enjoying the film. I know. He's like, Wow, I remember that scene. <laughs> and it's hard because you listen to it. He's probably gonna talk about his shamanic acting he, ability. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean he probably does, but he it was so heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And you listen to him and he poured his heart and soul in it. And at the very end, they're talking about the... Um, Nick's going to hate us for this. I know. It's like He was like, I'm going to be on the show with that girls. And then he hears this episode. He's like, fuck those hoes. Anyway, um, like at the very end, they're talking about the, the music itself. Clint Mansell is the... Um, ooh, what do you call the music person? Not cinematographer. Not orchestral person. Composer? Composer. That's the <laughs> word. And he is one of my favorites because he has done the hours. He did The Fountain, which is one of my, <gasps> yes, it's one of my favorite fucking movies. The Hours based, had a great soundtrack. Ba- and, and it did have a great soundtrack. Or score. The the score. The um, Fountain has a great score. And The Fountain is based off of a beautiful graphic novel as well. He also did Black Swan. He's done, like, so many things. He did Doom Patrol, which is an amazing score and an amazing show. He did Peacemaker. He's done so many fucking things. He's done video games. He's amazing. And so one of the things that they were pointing out was, like, how you have that, like, uh, classical um piece that's infused with Mm -hmm. like the electronic like 80s pop Mm -hmm. and they were like clint mansell did that like he was really smart about infusing these things from the 80s to that blah blah blah. and you listen to them talk and i wish i had known that was a special feature so i'm just letting you know i do think if you guys happen to find a cheap dvd you run across it at a thrift store i would watch it with nick because watching it by itself, it's just like, wow, this is depressing and meh. You know, but I, I feel I gotta, like hearing Nick's thoughts would have made me appreciate it more. I gotta, I gotta agree with you. Anytime I get to have like a director commentary or a cast commentary, mm-hmm. I prefer to watch a movie that way. Yeah, and I'll watch it obviously one way once or maybe more with without the commentary. Mm-hmm. But if I have the availability to have the commentary after that. It's much I'm like it's not a movie I would want to watch again. No. If I had known ahead of time I would have watched it with the commentary and I was really bummed, but I was like But well, you I'm would not- have missed all those super amazing accents. Oh my goodness. Um by the way, they had accent people. Like there were people if you watch um I had it in my like likes and dislikes, but there were people in the in credits and they what, listed as like accent coaches. As accent coaches. Uh, so there were professionals telling them that they were doing it right. Okay. And I'm going to leave you on that dirty plate of knickknacks that we just dropped on the floor and cracked. Christ and on a crooked now crutch. Now they have, like, dog hairs attached to them. Mm. Mama, I'm not going to do that kind of work anymore. I don't want to screw on that anymore. I don't have the stomach for it. That's where all the liquor went. It went into the pineapple, and I'm about to, I'm about to get on this pineapple dick. Um, <laughs> Why did you say that? Because I'm from the movie. All right, tell me your likes and dislikes, in case nobody understood where we were coming from already. Uh, there, like truly, I tried to contain myself during the uh, the synopsis. Um, I mainly talked about how much I hate James Franco. Mm-hmm. I've always hated him. It's not new. I I have disliked him from the moment I set eyes on him. In Freaks and Geeks, 
I've disliked him forever. He is a creep on the mm. on, on of the first order. I, would I liked like, him. I liked everyone in Freaks and Geeks. I did not find him appalling in Freaks and Geeks. But no, as no, things no. went on, I was like, it's a it's not him as an actor. It's him, period. As a human, he's gross to me. Mm-hmm. And I've always gotten that vibe off of him. And I was so right. happy to be vindicated. <laughs> Finally. It's been 20 fucking years. Sorry. <laughs> so to move on from my hatred of him. And I'm so happy I get to talk about this with so many people. And if you guys dislike this podcast now because I don't fucking like James Franco. Great. Because this, mo- this fucking podcast is about Nick Cage. Yeah. That's true. All right. So. What I don't like about this movie. Wait. Did you have any likes? I like the soundtrack slash score. Okay. And moving on, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it ended. <laughs> um, I, I it, it almost slightly made me miss New Orleans, though, because I was like, man, I wouldn't mind going back. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I like that place. Um, what I didn't like... Uh, So it was supposed to, like as as Tammy said earlier something about like it was supposed to be like a romance or something bleak and romantic. Okay, so here's the deal. They had no chemistry. There was there was like it, it, like sure. and I feel bad to say this because I I really do like Mina Savari, but it like she kind of played like a like a, a like a dull wet fish, and then opposite James Franco, who is a bag of pubic hair. In human form, it it just didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Like, suddenly she became so attached to him because he fucking fingered her once. Like, it's... been good. It just doesn't... That's why your mama calls you a natural bone howler. <laughs> so sorry. God, I hate this movie. This is from the movie. It's not us, you guys. This is a quote from the movie. Um, it's... it's it, like, it's cringe from mm-hmm. start to finish. Which this movie is truly supposed to be. I do see that. I see that it is supposed to be bleak and terrible mm-hmm. and horrible. But there is a way to do bleak and terrible and horrible that doesn't make the viewer physically turn in on themselves. Like leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. Like like the, like closer. Like atonement. Oh gosh, yeah. mm-hmm. Movies that make you fucking upset. And but you... F- but you don't want to, yeah. Don't want to pull out your own eyeballs because you are watching this. Really and point. Nick, you've nailed it. If that was what you're going mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. and I, I see your brilliance in this, but the like in like another twenty years, I'll get you. I'll get you, boy. I'll I'll be up on <laughs> I'll be up on the same level as you, sir. Um, I and as much as I like the actor who played Henry and the actress who played Jewel. Like, it's, it's, none of it, it, it just didn't quite that, fit together. The whole, I personally feel like the best actor in this whole fucking movie was probably Henry. Believably, yeah. Yeah, believably, so I feel like everybody else is fucking, uh, Trying to fill a stereotype. N- not necessarily that, it's, it's that, that I feel like they, they're, um, they're, they're, it felt forced. Yes. I guess it yes. is the right yes. way. Henry's the only one I feel like was just like walked onto the set as himself and was like, Hey everybody, I'm Henry. Yeah. I'm he's gambling, like son, you got a you got a condition. Like he's yeah, he's just playing cards, fucking and then like here's 
here's James Franco, here's Mina, here's, uh, oh, fuck, I wrote her name down. I feel terrible. Uh, Jewel from Saving Grace. I feel terrible for not having her name. Anyway, um, it, it felt, it, it all felt forced. It all felt mm -hmm. pushed. Yeah. Like, I felt like because of the tight time, maybe the actors didn't have enough time to, like, talk to each other. Yeah. To kind of be. get, like, a, a, a vibe. Because, like, it, it it seriously goes from zero to 90 with uh, Sunny and Carol. Like, mm -hmm. all of a sudden, she's, like, hugging his leg when she comes home from a job. And I'm like, what's that? <sighs> that the so fuck much. is that? Yeah. Why is she, like, fucking bending the knee like that? And, like, <sighs> and... I just, okay, that's everything. Okay. <laughs> so sorry. No, it's valid points. I feel like I've talked enough about what I didn't like about this movie. Tammy, would you like to go? Uh, sure. What I liked about this film was the dog and her puppies. Aww. They were very precious. Thank they you were, for reminding me about they, that. They were used very tritely, in my opinion, but they I was really excited to see a little lab and her puppies. Mm -hmm. um, and what I also liked was Nick's insane character at the end oh my god how did i not comment on that <laughs> um sorry i love nick's part as well nick's part is amazing it's just <laughs> ringo uh, went there he is it's just reaffirmation that nick loves a fucking prosthetic nose mm -hmm. and it continues throughout his entire <laughs> career as acid yellow it it's a lot but it's it and partially blurry it's worth watching just for that. Just, just that one just, part. Just skip to that. So those are my likes. Oh, those two we should things. watch the commentary part with just that part. No, that would actually be really great. My dislikes. Uh, the story is really trite. It's been told a million times before. I do understand that this is from the male perspective, and you don't hear that enough. And I understand that that is also something that happens in society. It is important to speak that truth. But I feel that the purpose of a film is also to give us something that is interesting and unique and new. And I just feel like this film didn't give us anything new. It was basically just that this was a dude instead of a girl. And that wasn't quite enough for me to make it believable. True. I, I, do, I do think that there's potentially a long cut that we're missing because uh james franco's character sonny does uh react quite violently mm -hmm. here and there mm -hmm. and i i don't know if that's like a, a coming out of the military kind of reaction to something or because like we don't know how he was before um, but now whenever something upsets him he just starts throwing just, things like, and breaking out. everything yeah. but like, that's that's all I've said. I don't never see a, I don't usually see women doing that kind of thing. Mm. Usually, women. That's there's a reason why they say poison is a woman's weapon. We're subtle. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Um, we one like thing a slow burn. <laughs> that also really threw me off. The sound for me, and I was surprised you didn't touch on this, was way off for me. Like the dialogue, oh, I had the soundtrack or the, the, the subtitles. The, so. the the dialogue was really quiet between everyone, and then the cutscene music was so fucking loud. Except even, for Jewel, even her as volume much, was on point. Like I was watching this, and and James Franco, I mean, it's a rare we like. Hey. 
And then he's like, blah, blah, blah. That's I'm what so I'm sorry, saying. Meters, like, but here's the thing. sound even, like a mouthful of gumballs. Even my dogs would jump up periodically. Like, I knew when there was a cut mm-hmm. scene, if I wasn't paying attention, I was breaking Because dogs would be like, what the fuck just happened? Why did it get <laughs> so loud? So if a dog feels that way, you're not perhaps right. you need to work on your editing. That's As usual, the commercials were louder than the movie. Yeah, that's so. true, too. All right, let's just jump into it. That's our license life. It's not yep. a lot. It's not a lot. What Done. about reviews? You want to go first or you want me to go first? I do have mine written down. I don't have it. Like, what am I supposed to write down? I already okay. fucking synopsed. Okay, I'm going to go and then, <laughs> and then I'll let you go. I'll give you a review. Okay. okay, so mine was a two and a half out of five. We do ours out of five. Oh, my God. <laughs> my brain was like EB review. I know, and I just realized I jumped ahead. It's fine because I'm going to talk about that. So, um, no, I, I was like, I already wrote my review. It's in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a lot of problems. The mom's accent, as we have talked about a million times. And again, I would just like to point out that the credits clearly say there was a dialect coach. So I don't really understand what was happening. They thought they were doing a good job. I don't know. It's just really stereotypical. It's very trite. It's very predictable. Like, I say this a lot when I understand this is supposed to be a deep film. I get it. I get it. I just don't It follows the life of someone who's stuck in a terrible, depressing situation. It is dramatic, but it's also nothing new. Like, that's the thing for me. It's like, it's terrible. It's shitty. It's dramatic. It is nothing new for me. So mine was a two and a half out of five. I, I didn't give Nick a rating because it was his directorial debut. I didn't really know what to give, so I just gave the the film. So if you want to jump in, and I'll tell you what other people said as well. Uh, all right. Well, uh, if I haven't already voiced it enough, <laughs> I am giving this a one. Wow. One. Wow. If you were to pay me two million dollars, I would watch it again, okay. and that is the only way. And then, so not 1.5. No. Okay. Minimum 2 mil. Minimum. Um, the acting, I felt, was was uh, clunky. Uh, not, not necessarily clunky. I think the action or the actors' interactions with each other were clunky. Yeah. It felt very forced. Like, if somebody was just talking... They seemed fine, but it was like if they were talking to somebody else, which is an entire movie, that's why dialogue works. Right. But they, it was very chunky. There was no chemistry between Franco and Savari. There, there was the, there's a lot of like subplot going on that mm-hmm. we didn't talk about at all. No. And there's a reason um, because it is also very clunkily done. Yeah. And Nick, I'm so fucking sorry. Uh, I just can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. No, it's like, we just have to be honest. This is our opinion. We and it's not it's specifically okay. because of James Franco. I want to make that clear. I just hate him so much. But even if somebody else had been in this role, I feel like I still would have felt the same. Unless the actors actually had a chance to, like, bond and become kind of like a family unit kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like that didn't happen. Yeah. Which is why everybody seems so discombobulated, I yeah. guess. So, I'm giving it a one, and I would rather watch, as Tammy put it earlier, Grand Isle. Yep. On Again. repeat. Yep. On repeat rather than yep. this. 
So there's not... At least review. the decor is really good okay. in, in Grand Isle. Um, there's not a review on Old Evie at all. They didn't even touch this. This is another... This is our second one he hasn't done. Uh, there, there's about a, a 21% on Rotten Tomato. 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. But I just want to share how many people did that no 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 here's some extremes i'm ready here's imdb and an eight out of ten a story of love and optimism Mm. in an ugly world where the fuck was the optimism i think the eight seconds of james franco being absolutely sure he wasn't going to go back to the life a seven out of ten very realistic view on prostitution welcome to another movie that belongs in the genre of a life is terrible and nobody is happy. End quote. That's true. A nine out of ten. Gifted, glued by the performances. I'll be honest, my reasoning for renting this was to watch Franco's import- performance. I'm coming to respect his talent. Uh, besides Franco, I was equally imp- impressed by the other characters as well. Blah, blah, blah. A nine out of ten. A six out of ten. Um, I'm just going to read some of the Interesting situation, good characters with an extra spark from Nicolas Cage, seven, good flick. So those those are kind of high. That, people were out of ten. People were like, you know. It's a lot. That's a lot. I, I, I like this movie on IMDb, but then I found this Slate article by Michael Agger. Oh, we've heard from him before. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just scroll it's hard to say when the movie first runs off the rails. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps when Mama screeches the word "world," the word "girl," like Goyle. Thank you. Or when Carol decides to give a client free sex so that she can get Sunny a new car, a black Pontiac Trans Am, complete with the Firebird decal. Mm-hmm. Later, there's a moment when Carol sees a dog with newly born puppies and starts to cry because she too wants to be a mother. But all hope is lost when other characters fall through. The unenviable task of carrying the movie falls to James Franco, the actor who won praise from playing James Dean, but just couldn't carry it. I know, I did forget about that too until I read it. This movie appears to be an honest failure, which makes it all the more strange. But Nicolas Cage isn't the first actor to lead a group of talented friends astray. And this movie won't create a ruffle in what is already an erratic career. In fact, if he's lucky, <laughs> Sonny will be written off, perhaps as a cinematic companion piece to his three-month marriage to Lisa Marie Presley. All right. So as mean as we may be, you guys, we're not as mean. As I don't know. I felt like I was pretty harsh. Michael Agger. No, we've heard from, from him. Slate. Yeah, we've heard um, from him before. So, so it's very divisive, and I didn't really think that I would find any like. I really like this film, but IMDb is full of like, this movie has heart. This movie, and I'm like, are you guys the guys that? That's watch? what I'm saying. Like, how many people actually reviewed this on Amazon? Well, because and- you know, you you know, it could be a. Uh, like a 9 out of 10 with 7 reviews. Well, and no, this... Okay, so the IMDb, I was like, are you guys the ones that are, are watching all the Hallmark, Hallmark Channel movies and you think that this Lord. is good? How many? Um. So, okay, so see all user reviews, uh, 47 user reviews. Out of like... And that's the so same amount... So it's like 50-50. Yeah, that's the same amount as Rotten Tomato. So 
it's a divisive movie, you guys. But if it were up to us, we would say just listen to us. Maybe fast forward to Acid Yellow, <laughs> Nick's part, and then... Or just let us know, watch it and let us know if you think we're wrong. I yeah. would love to hear your take yeah. on it. Like, because I am obviously biased because I love Nick Cage, but I hate James Franco. And guess whose face I saw the whole movie? It's true. I, I don't really, like... I mean, I get that he's a piece of shit, but it, it was... I. I feel like I can separate things a little bit better than you, and I don't mean that as, like, a, a diss. I'm just saying, like, I think that's from, like, my job. Like, I have to dis yeah. disassociate and the dick from the person kind of thing. Like, no, again, just to remind everybody, I hated him from day one. But also, it's just... I hate him this, so much. This, this was very formulaic to me. This mm -hmm. didn't feel new. Mm -hmm. This felt like the same old thing. It's just a dude instead of a girl. And I mean... There's nothing wrong with that. That's a story it's to be told good as to well. Get, it's good to get the the male perspective. Yeah. We always get the female perspective. Right. But I feel like the feminine to make it stand out, like, you have to make it more than just the same story. That's, that's true. Me. That's just me. I, I do feel like if you're going to win an Oscar for it, you gotta you got to pop it. And that's my professional that's opinion. That's said. Now it is time for. <laughs> All right, we just covered a bad one. It's it's time for. Uh, it's uh, sitting on sympathy for the devil, and I wish it would just go all the way around and stop on that. It's Cajun roulette, everybody. We're here. Would be Tammy hates it. I have. I don't I'm, think you love it. I don't but love okay. it, but there are worse things in life. All right, so I get to push it for Tammy. She gets to synopsize next time, and. Oh, wait, we gotta do our back pop of luck. Mm. Okay. <sighs> back pop of luck. All the juju's out. Ooh, like so many things just popped. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Good vibes only. Good vibes only. We're spinning. Good mm -hmm. vibes only. Mm -hmm. We're spinning. We're spinning. We're spinning. And it's. Joe! After we talked about this podcast, so obviously I can't that watch it. That was three it. years ago. It yeah, was three years ago. You I've can been still waiting. watch Nick Cage movies, but okay. No, I can't. I can't. <sighs> but I have. Okay. <laughs> okay, everybody. So we're doing Joe. We're yes. very excited. The back very pop good. of luck worked again. It worked. It worked. It worked. Thank you, Cajun guys. <laughs> we needed a win. Yes. High five. We've made it to the end of yet another film journey with Nick and Out of the Cauldron. Remember to like us and rate us wherever you listen to the show and like and follow us on social media such as Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at The Internal Cauldron. You can also shoot us an email at internalcauldron at gmail.com. We're always interested in drink recipes, potential guests, and your ideas. We would love to hear from you. Thank you all for joining us on this Nick experience and as always, in, in Nick, Nick we, we trust. trust enjoy these fun moments of us preparing for our super professional 100% authentically researched podcast that's who you are don't ever be ashamed of it except when we're recording okay bye bye be good don't do anything I wouldn't do bye oh <laughs> <We're> recording <laughs> throwing the dog out oh my god so rude it's not <laughs> drink update um we put a bunch of ice in this however it's melted and uh all of the liquor has somehow floated to the bottom i guess i drank all the pineapple juice anyway so there's like pure liquor 
at the bottom. My lips are chapped from how much liquor. So, hey, everybody, don't double a hand grenade. <laughs> Congrats from Internal Cauldron. Don't, don't make the same mistakes. Oh, my God. I hit record and you're talking <laughs> about your fucking chapped lips. Be to go into, let's call it the internal cauldron of my emotions.